And we're back, Stripe Show podcast. Another edition, special edition. Right? We call these special editions. I like that. When we get these big guests in, right? And Who's this coming week, on? <laughs> Who you got? <laughs> and, this week, and this week, we have a special guest, and he's a big guest, and he was the inside linebacker for the Chicago Bears for many, many years, eight-time Pro Bowler, first, four times, first team. All bro. Yep. And he's sitting here with me right now to talk golf. Welcome in Brian Erlocker. Brian, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah. You I miss love football? golf. Love talking golf. I'm I miss my teammates and I miss my coaches and I miss hanging out, but I don't miss playing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you watch it? So this year not as much. Okay. But I have I love college football. I've always been a huge college football fan, but I haven't watched the pro game as much. During the uh all the quarantine stuff, we kind of changed our schedule up on Sundays mm-hmm. and we kind of stuck to that even when we weren't in quarantine so it's been nice New Mexico right University of New Mexico the, that's where you went the University of New Mexico okay, <laughs> <laughs> yes. the University of New Mexico that's right. yes. so you follow them you still part of that yeah we're, we're struggling right now okay. uh, but I still follow us yeah and the Bears I mean you're a staple in Chicago you still you still following them a little bit. I haven't watched as much this year, but I still obviously pay attention to what they're doing. Uh, defense is always good. I feel like we're always going to be good on defense, but we can't get the other side of the ball to cooperate right now. Now I tell you, it's it's funny. We were talking before we came on air, and we were, we were talking football, and of course, uh, you know Greg Olson. Greg was the tight teammate, end. teammate of mine for not not as many years as he should have been. They traded him. Okay. Phenomenal tight end. So Greg doesn't. So since you brought him up, so Greg didn't fit our offensive scheme. <laughs> Six five, two fifty, runs a four five, catches everything and blocks good. Doesn't what offensive scheme does he not fit in? <laughs> oh. Well, he's fitting in nicely up in Seattle. He by the way, he fits in everywhere. He fits in nicely. Russell's yeah. not going to let him go. No, he's no. great. Catches no. everything. Yeah, he, he's not. No, he does. I was just going to say that. Awesome. The dude catches everything. I know. He's yeah. a good guy. Good. Good. He was a good teammate. Uh, that was one of the maddest days I think in my career when really? they traded Greg. Right in training camp, they traded him. Yeah. So mad. And we started talking about that, and then you, you proceed to tell me that you were born in Pasco, Washington, which I grew up just on the other side of the state, yep. over by Spokane, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, into Kellogg. I went to high school in Kellogg, Idaho. But Pasco, and you still have friends up there in, in the north. Mostly family. All yeah. my all the Erlackers are from Pasco. That's where my uncles, my aunt lives there. My cousins, my nieces, my nephews. They're all they all live up there. It's a great area. Are they big Seahawk fans? They are Wazoo and Seahawks. Yes. Yeah, Pullman. Yeah, yes. they're, they're big uh, Cougar <laughs> fans, and then uh, Seahawks. So we played the Seahawks. I want to say in 03. Okay, for what I remember, they all run together. But they had like three buses. Charter buses, they drove up to the game. Uh, that's so it's so cool. cool. Yeah. You know where they were in Erlocker? They had to be. They were. They're still, okay. they're supporting me over the Seahawks. Yes. Yeah. Thank goodness. But not anymore. Now he's like, Brian, thank Doesn't God you retired. Yeah, now we're back 12, to the Seahawks. Well, it's not hard to be a Seahawks fan. Yeah. They're unbelievable. Well, we could use, you know, we're pretty good at language. We could still use you. You know, Bobby Wagner. Bobby's inside. a stud. Bobby's a stud. Bobby's a stud. Yeah. KJ Wright's a stud. KJ Wright's a stud. They're struggling up front getting pressure on the quarterback. We're having a hard time getting pressure. Yeah. And a lot of pressure on Russell. Well, right yeah, yeah. We're too dependent on Russell. Yes, but he always shows up, though. Yeah, you know, I feel like you put the more pressure you put on, like to to produce, he does. It's amazing what he's done in his career. He is amazing. He's yes. he's a Hall of Famer. Um, I agree. And um, but he he struggled a little bit with the turnover. So I don't want to talk about this much longer because then I'm starting you're to get frustrated. depressed. I, I am. I'm getting you're frustrated. Faster right now. You're you're starting to say a lot of words really fast. It's kind of like making. <laughs> it's kind of like making three bogeys in a row. Oh, yeah, that gets me hot, too. <laughs> Man. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I get it. See, now you're getting a little I mad. I get a little mad, too, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but as long as they're not doubles. I, I don't mind a bogey every okay. once in a while, but the, the 
Doubles drive me crazy. What irritates you the most on the golf course? Three putts. Really? Yes. I can't stand it. I feel like I'm a good putter. So when I'm three putt, it just drives me crazy. I had, so I had nine birdies one day. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot for me. I, I played, that's the best I've ever played. And the two bogeys I made were on three putts. Very annoying. And they weren't far putts. They're like 10 footers. I missed three, oh, really? three putts. I was trying to make everything. I thought, you know, you get, you get on a roll, you think you make everything. I couldn't. I missed those two. Your handicap's a 2.6, Brian. I know. How much golf are you playing? A lot. Well, look at the weather. Yeah. You know, it's I, we stay here in the summertime, and the courses are empty in the summer, so I still play a ton of golf. It's 110, 15, don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kids are older. You know, I have a daughter who's a sophomore in college, a daughter who's a sophomore in high school, and a son who's a freshman in high school, so they're in school all day. What do I do? You know, and my wife plays golf as well, so yeah. we play together quite a bit. How's she play? So I just got her official handicap the other day in the mail from uh, her USGA's 27.0. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. so you guys she, go- I'll tell you what, she follows her handicap. She wants yeah. to know. Hey, that's great. She but goes out, you guys play together. We do. Sometimes. We, we have a little game we play, a uh, gambling game. Uh, she never pays me, but we, uh, we, we do gamble on the golf course, but I, for some reason I haven't got paid. Yeah. So let's talk about, let's talk about your game a little bit. So okay. putting's good. So right, except usually. the three putts, but for yeah, the yeah, most yeah. part, pretty good. Good, yes. Okay. How about the tee ball game? Talk, talk to me about the driver. So my short game is better than my uh, ball striking. How okay. about that? So I have a green in my backyard where I used to chip all the time. So I chip and putt pretty well. Where I get a little uh, wayward is uh, my irons. Drivers, the new prototype PXG driver changed my tee ball. Doesn't spin. Doesn't spin. It goes. Um, I want to see it go right every time. I don't care if it's a. I just. I, I aim left and I try and hit it right every time. I usually do. But this driver, phenomenal. The best driver I ever had in my bag. So you want to see the fade like DJ? Yes. D- yes. <laughs> do you watch that? Yes. Do you watch Come, Masters? He's. Yeah. What kind of question I, is I, that, I, man? Just, I don't know. I'm did just you watch the Masters? Just, did you watch Super Bowl? I don't know. Do you, you, do you watch been, the Super Bowl? You might have been TV? playing golf. Sun, no, I, I woke up early because it was an early start. It was okay. 7 a.m. here, and I watched it. I watched all the pregame warm up, and then I watched them uh, the whole time. So that little power fade, and then the irons. So what's your miss with the irons? Pull. Pull. Yes. I had one yesterday. 145. This is a cool little, little smooth nine iron. 30 yards left of the green. The push. I'm sorry. It was the close face pull across the ball swing, and it drew. It was great. So who who do you who do you look at on tour? Like you're watching these guys. You probably played with some of them, you know, from time to time. I yep. mean, who, who who do you like? Who do you like running with? Who do you like watching play? Everybody. They're, okay. they're all amazing to me. Yeah. To do. I mean, you played golf. We know how hard it is just to see what they do, and to play every day. I mean, I can't. I couldn't play every. Day. I wouldn't want to. And it's the, it's their job to play every day and get better and hit balls. I just want to like when I go out. I want to hit a few balls to get loose and then play. They practice for three, four hours, five hours a day. There's no way I could do that. Just yeah. to see how good they are. But so my Stroman lives here. Uh, Chappie lives here. Kevin Chappell lives here. Uh, I've played with a bunch of guys, man. It's okay. just, it's amazing to watch them in person, just the ball flight and what they can do with it. And it's yeah. nuts. You know, it's funny, like all, a lot of professional athletes like yourself who played at the highest level uh, in the NFL, whether it's NBA and then they, then they, they come to golf and like, man, this game is so hard, yes. but you're playing to a 2.6. So I asked myself the question, all right, let's, let's flip the reversal, right? There's no way a professional golfer could ever play in the, <laughs> could ever, could ever be a 2.6 in football. Okay. Right. Yeah. This is a good point. Like what's a 2.6 in football? Uh, hand? That, I mean, if you had to, if you had to flip a good it. question, um, <laughs> I guess high school, maybe I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know where you would put them. That's a good question. You know, I don't know. That's, that's, that's yeah. well put. But <clears throat> golf is the most challenging game you're ever going to play. They're never going to be as good as you want to be. Even the guys on tour, they wouldn't practice. Right. 
they wouldn't try and get better all the time, right? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. No, you're right. It's just it's just interesting, right? When you when you flip it, when you think about it the other way. Like I think it's funny. I've talked a lot, a lot of athletes like you, and they're like, "Man, this game is so hard." Yeah, I'm like, it's challenging. I'm like, it can't be any more difficult than playing inside linebacker. So I grew up playing football. I grew up yeah. doing it every day. I understand. I, for the most part, I know what I'm doing on a football field. I did every play. I knew what I was doing on a golf course. I don't know what I'm working with. I'll yeah. show up and I'll be hitting cuts, and then I'll get to the course and hit a draw. I'm like, what the hell? What? How'd you go from the range hitting a cut to the draw, a draw on the golf course? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I just don't. And then it just it's just yeah. it's different every day. Football, I knew exactly what I was supposed to do every single play mm-hmm. on the golf course. I just don't know what's going to happen sometimes. What's the hardest play for an inside linebacker to make? I mean, it depends on what scheme you're playing and okay. all that stuff. Um, for me, that's a good question, man. For, running was not an issue for me. I was always pretty fast. Very, I was fortunate. You know, it was funny. I was tall as well. I'm still I'm tall. But so now you don't see me in 6'4 middle linebackers. No. The, the prototype now is 6'1", 6 feet, 225. They can all run. Um, the hardest play for me, I don't know. I, I, all of them. There's nothing easy. I mean, you go against a quarterback who knows, and towards the end of my career, this happened a lot. They would change the play. They would go, ah, da, da, and then not snap it, but you'd show what you're playing on defense, and then they change their whole offense to go what you're doing. They see what your defense is, and they get a perfect play. Aaron Rodgers was the man at that. Drew Brees were all good at that. And then you can't, you're, you're stuck. You're like, oh, yeah. we can't change our defense like they can. Yeah. I mean, scheme is like, it just seems so complicated, like, to me. Like, I mean, people think, people <laughs> say, like, golf's kind of complicated. I'm yeah. thinking to myself, Playing defense in the NFL, I mean, playing like it just seems complicated. There's a lot of stuff you guys got to know, and when you're changing it, you know what's hard is when the when the offense motions. So many things change, and I hope coordinators didn't know this when I played. But when they move, so many things change on defense. You know, you motion one guy. Well, now they do it to see if you're a man or zone. They'll put mm-hmm. the running back out wide. If you put a linebacker on them, it's man. Mm-hmm. And they'll motion him back in so they know what coverage you're in. Mm-hmm. But that didn't happen a lot when I played. But if you go in motion or they shift, you're like, oh, we got to reload. We got to check this and check that and the uh, the hardest times were on the road or when we were at home because our crowd was so loud. Really? So you can't, communication on defense is huge, and if yeah. you can't get those guys to listen to the call, why are they so loud? Because they want you to. They, so the offense can't hear what they're doing. Well, yeah, there you go. So they're being oh, loud. Yeah, yeah. And okay. on the road, I'm sorry, oh, you were you know, talking about at home. Yeah. At home, right, and on right, the road though, yeah. it's great because their their crowd was quiet, quiet yeah. when their offense is working, so they can communicate. Yeah. But yeah, just the so many things happen when emotion happens. It's crazy, and the communication has to take place. Yeah. So on the road, you guys could communicate. It's great. <laughs> it was awesome. You know, it's it's, it's so quiet. Oh, cover two. Yeah, y'all. Charles. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Lance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was so easy. And then when you're at home, you're like, so, ah, you're yelling at the top. You you have to use hand signals and colors. It, it was crazy. So Charles Tillman. Tillman Peanut. He's up for the Hall of Fame this year. His first good. time. I hope he gets in. He was good. If you look at his numbers, turnover wise, for a corner. I'm talking about cause fumbles, recover fumbles, picks, touchdowns. There's no one close to him mm-hmm. at any position, any position. So Bears synonymous with great defense. I mean, there's so many names yeah, you guys tons have. Tons of them, yes. Tons of them. So Richard Dent, okay, yep. I'm sure you know. I know that's it. So years ago, Richard Dent came to Northeast Florida to play in the Bill Murray's tournament, Caddyshack. And um, <clears throat> I used to run the academy there, and Richard would stop in, and he would spend a day with me. Golf instructions, my real job. I just happen oh, to have wow. a media side of things okay, as well. Gotcha. So he would stop in and he would spend some time with me, right? And he loves golf. And he yes, is he does. the largest human being that I've ever been around. His hands are huge. Yeah. He's just a big guy. Yeah. I could not move him, Brian. Like when I went in to try to like move Oh, to do this. He's like- <laughs> I was like, Richard, you got to have to kind of come with me a little bit. Like, yeah. I mean, he is a big, and just, just funny. And anyway. Loves golf. So the picker is out there picking balls. And they don't have the top on. Oh. 
And I'm not sure why they're out there picking. So I was like, hey, Richard, just aim over here, you know, to the right. And the picker's like over there. And he's aiming that way. Mm-hmm. So he just kind of, you know, happens to catch one on the toe. And this thing is going, Brian, 8,000 miles an hour. Yeah. And it, 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 the ball went right through this person's body. Like it didn't, it didn't hit him. Oh my God. Like but it looked like it went through uh, his body. And Richard dropped the club, turned around. And he says, I can't swing anymore. I mean, yeah. Just rattled that's him. that it, feeling right there. Rattled him to the bone. Yeah. And they didn't hit him. Yeah. But. And, it, and uh, <laughs> man, we laugh about it now. Where was the top of the cart? I don't know. Who, was, who picks the ball? I don't top? know. But I have no idea how the ball went that far left either. Yeah. And I can tell walking. you how. He swings across the ball and hit off the toes and they go left even more. <laughs> but he's like, he's like, how did I hit it that far left? I'm like, I have no idea bad. what just happened. Yeah, we have bad. We swing, <laughs> swing across the ball. That's why. Oh man. So who else? That's, Anybody? Who else? Who else in Chicago plays? I know Robbie plays, right? Robbie's good. Patrick, Robbie's good. our deep snapper. Patrick's a, probably a scratcher, a one now. I've played them a long time, but Robbie's good. Um, Is Peanut play? Charles is not that I know of. Okay. No. Um, Hunter Hillemeyer was pretty good linebacker. Mm. Uh, not a lot of guys play when I play. Yeah. There's a few of us, but it's hard to play during season. It's hard to play in off season because it's cold there. So I usually play with people in warm places like this. How good is Mac? Khalil Mack yeah. at football? Yeah. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> there are not too many players in the NFL that are better than him on defense. Really? If there are any, it might be one, and he's in Los Angeles, the uh-huh. Rams. But he is he changes the game. He's a game wrecker. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, how do you how do you give him up? I don't care if you give me five first yeah. round picks. You're not getting Khalil Mack from me. Really? Well, so the first round picks, you don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah. You got a guy established, Khalil Mack, all pro three, four years in a row, you know, defensive player of the year, all that good stuff. You you're not trading, I mean, there's you know, the first round picks are hit or miss. You don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. With him, you know what you got. Yeah, yeah. So thank you. We The Bears appreciate that trade. Yeah. And I mean, just like from a scheme standpoint, like you have to account for him always. Every play. Double team. Yeah. Just changes everything. Well, last night they tried to put a tight end on him on the Monday night football game. Yeah. No, forget. Holding both times. Not going to do it. Not going to do gonna, it. Gonna, you're not going to block him with a tight end. And, and sometimes I got to block him with two guys. Yeah. He's only like 260. It's not like he's a big 295 pound guy. He's not huge, but he's strong as hell. He gets under you and knows how to use his hands. He's smart. I'm going to take you back to golf now, all right? Okay, yeah, yeah, let's go back there. So you're in the fairway, mm-hmm. and you've got a seven iron in your hand. I like my seven iron. And you hit it, and it's like, the name of this podcast is called The Stripe Show. What does that mean to you? So yesterday I had one of those with a seven iron. It was 177. <laughs> I, had, I was like, oh, a nice, a cool seven iron here. And I hit it, and it, I was going to play it for a little draw because I thought the wind was, and it just went straight. I was like, dang, that's a great shot. 15 feet right of the flag, missed the putt, but. Yeah, for me, it's when I hit the ball in the center of the club okay. face, which doesn't happen very often, I don't feel like. But, like, it's just, just a feeling you have when you clip it perfect. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, you just know when you hit it that it's going to be good. It's like it's like ball, ground, center face. The noise, too. And I, I can tell the noise my usually my driver makes when it's not mm-hmm. in the right spot, but my irons, it's a feel. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Because you yeah. don't feel anything yeah. but the, the ball just, the, your hand just keeps mm-hmm. going through the ball. And you just look up and you know. You know it's going to be good. And yeah. the perfect flight for you is straight. Slight fade? Straight to a small fade. With my irons, with I iron. can actually hook my irons. It's so weird. Yeah. It's dumb. I don't know how to, I mean. So I've got you pegged right now on your swing. Do you? Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Like I know what it, I, I have, I, I think I know what it looks like. You fade your iron, or you, you fade your driver. Yes. But you can draw your irons. I can also draw my driver. Off so the toe? Can, or, is it off the toe or the center? No, I can, I can, well, when I'm trying to hit a draw, I can hit it. 
Okay. It's usually off the center. Okay. Uh, I can I can hook any club. Okay. I can slice any club. But you're just, trying to draw. I'm trying. trying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can hit it. I okay. don't like to, but I can. Okay. Uh, I prefer a cut with every single shot. Sometimes I'll hood my little wedges just to get a little, keep them low and try to slap them in there. <laughs> you those, a DJ. Those are, those are you a DJ. He's unbelievable. Yeah. Every club. Anyway, but yeah. So what do you got me pegged as, pro? Well, I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking there's probably a little steep and from the inside happening. And with the driver, uh, you're probably aiming a little left, probably got the ball forward. Mm-hmm. And then you're, you're able to kind of start it over there and then, you know, it kind of peels back. And yep. then with the iron, you're probably a little more square. And then you probably let the shaft out just a little bit more to square up the face. So it doesn't fade as much hmm. higher trajectory with the iron or low. They, they're up there. Yeah. They, they, I can hit them high. Yeah. Yep. So, so you're letting the shaft out at the bottom yeah. to offset that steep in front of seeing the inside. So what happens is you can be like, people say steep. They yeah. think, they think I'm coming over, over the, the top. top. I don't think yeah. that's you. I'm as I'm much less than I was before. Yeah. I've been seeing a guy for uh, a coach. Yeah. <laughs> I've been working with a coach yeah. for, yeah. for like uh, Boyd Summerhays for like two years now. Boyd? Boyd's Come on. Man. We know Boyd. Boyd is the man. He's the best. So he changed. I was a, I, I told you my handicap was down, then it went up. So he's got me back down to a, a, whatever I am now. But it's just, uh, we literally hit balls for 10 minutes. Yeah. And he goes, oh yeah, you're doing this. And I hit ball. I'm like, yeah. damn, dude, why yeah. can't you go on the course Boyd's and great. tell me that? It's unreal. He was on our podcast uh, oh. a couple months ago talking about Tony Finau, talking about his son, Preston. Preston's a stud. He's I played with Preston a few times. It's just, the game's effortless for him. He's such a, Gracie's great too. And yeah. then Cameron, the youngest one, yeah. he's a stud too. Talk about a guy who doesn't care about much out on the golf course. That's Cam. He just goes and plays. You can't <laughs> rattle him. He was he 14. Just he doesn't care. Yeah. Gracie's great. Gracie's going to be great too. She is. She takes a rip at it. Yes, she does. She swings hard. She got some swing speed. She does. So does P. But yeah, Boyd's just like calming. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. When I get with him on the range, it's just like an hour of like, all right, this is golf, but it's really just like talking the whole time. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. You you got, you have a, you have a pattern that 95, I'd say 90% of golfers wish they kind of had. Yes. You're exactly right. You know, they, they want to learn how to get it more from the inside. I, I just, my, my problem is I don't turn. And when I don't turn, I get that's when I get it fat. Okay. So the if turn I turn coming through, uh, both both directions. So my my thought is turn turn. Okay. Turn on the way because I, I can't I'm not flexible. Okay. So if I turn on the way back, I'm usually going to get on my left side on the way through. And I'm mm-hmm. the last couple of times I've like get your belt buckle. I'm always thinking about belt mm-hmm. buckle at the target or just get on my left side. The ball goes so good when I do yeah. that. It's crazy. Yeah. Got to turn. I don't. It's I'm, a rotational game. It is. I know. Doesn't well, matter where the club is. I'm too you stiff. Gotta, yeah. Not as bad as I was, but I just I, I've never turned. It's a great game. You know, it's funny. Last question here. Yes. When you look at the athlete in sports today, right? And you look at Bryson, for example. Oh, yeah. He's kind of taking pro golf and he's like, look, I'm going to, I'm going to look like a tight end, you know, and, and put 40 pounds on, but I'm going to stay flexible. Yeah. Um, You said it. Flexible. Yeah. He's going to stay flexible and put 40 pounds on and off he goes. Right. And in golf, it's like, wait, what? Like when I was growing up, they like, don't work out. Like, you don't, you gotta be I'm like, yes. I'm like, wait, why? Tiger like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like a skinny rail. Like I can't put on 10 pounds of muscle. That's going to hurt somebody. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> what, they don't want you to lose your flexibility, right? Yeah. Golf is all such a flexibility <laughs> yeah. game. You know, I, well, I guess if you can put the muscle on and stay flexible, that's yeah. a good thing. And he's done that at the dudes. Oh, uh, he's doing it. And I think it's just going to oh. keep going. You're, you're going to see more and more and they're going to go gonna past have it. To. And it's the same it's in the NFL, compete. isn't it? Isn't it like you're seeing... Yes and no. Okay. So I'll say this because okay. the size, the, the linemen are always going to be big. But you look at the linebackers now, the inside linebackers. So when I played, 250 was a normal weight for a linebacker. I was 255, but I was taller. I was 6'4". And now you look at most of the guys, 6'1", 6 feet, 225 
and they can all run. Mm-hmm. I think that's because the, the game now is all throwing the ball. They're, you know, they're probably 60-40 past the run yeah. now. When I played, it was mostly run. Um, you had to establish a run to be yeah. success, allegedly to be successful. Now the game has changed so much. They score so many points. Mm-hmm. They want guys that can run and get to the get to the field. And if you're big and, and can run, that's good too. But <laughs> most of the guys who can run aren't as big. You know, they they're six one, six feet, and they can fly. It's amazing the athlete. You know, in in 2020 and in golf, it's it's there's a transformation going on right 100%. now. They all work out. They do. Football players always always worked out. Basketball, yeah. you know, like but golfers. I mean, some did. Phil didn't work out no. until until Tiger. I, I think Tiger changed all that. Honestly, I think yeah. when he started talking about working out and training, yeah. people were like, "Look what he's doing! I'm going to do that too." And it's look They're where the game the is now. It's it's amazing. It is. Well, we're going to play a little golf here um, next two days. Scottsdale National. I can't wait. I come from Florida, so this is dry phenomenal. heat. Yeah, just Ball get out flies there. Here. I'm going to be walking with you in the fairways, so we'll have some fun out there. I appreciate you coming on the Thank podcast, you. Brian. Appreciate really appreciate talk. it. Yeah, let's take a second to talk about the guys and girls over at Encore Golf. Encore has earned a reputation of having the most cutting edge technology in their golf balls that the industry has seen in quite some time. Their team in Buffalo, New York, is changing the script of golf technology through the perimeter weighted designs use of high-density particles, and even a nano-transitional layer in their latest creation, which offers players enhanced accuracy and control for every shot on the course and extreme velocity off the tee. They already have their award-winning Elixir and Avant 55 golf balls, but the new Vero X1 is the highest performance ball to date with their full suit of golf balls. They are transforming the game for players of all skill levels, visit EncoreGolf.com slash Travis Fulton for more details about their products that are revolutionizing the game. Now back to the Stripe Show podcast. 